and thou shalt be saved. Good evening. Welcome. You have found the place that has been hidden to all behind the wall and veil called Aletheia Radio's Off the Books. I am your host. Forget my name. It's not about me. It's not about us. It's about Jesus. Amen. Amen. Welcome, people. Welcome. So today's topic of conversation, get ready to dazzle your mental taste buds with visions, goals, goals, and manifesting your procrastination. What does that which mean? I, which I do a lot yeah. because we try to put our visions and goals, but I just tend to procrastinate. Yes, yeah, the doctor I do. says I have a enlarged procrastination. procrastination. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, goodness gracious. I'm so not ready for the current events. Yeah. It's been exhausting in some ways. I mean, not too exhausting. I mean, I, mean, I really don't care to some extent. I think I just care more about, uh, not, not that I care more about, but it bothers me what, like how people react. But anyway... That's right. Tonight on Alathier Radio's Current Events, get to hear all the goods on everything that's happening in the world, in your neighborhood, and probably in your private life that you think we don't know about. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. I'm your host, Ted Koppel. And I'm Connie Chan. And I'm Bruce Bruises. (laughs) And I'm (laughs) Bruce. Because I've been beat up. Because I've just been beat up. So, after a long week of anticipation the elections yeah. are over i'm actually happy about it yeah i'm i'm so glad it's over people are like this person won this person lost i'm like i'm just yeah. glad it's over yeah and, and you know what god is still on the throne He's still so on the throne jesus is still king that's it i don't care if like everybody i won won i mean i who's won <laughs> I won one. Everybody, who's one? Who's one? That's my cousin. Is my cousin. I mean, I don't care if everybody who I voted for won or not. Like, that's not going to stop me from um, living yeah. every day. No, like, like, like. You're not an election sovereign. denier. Yeah, I'm not. I'm no. not an election okay. denier. I'm not even a denier denier. No, you know. But anyway. So um, the New York race is close enough where they, I believe they, they called, called it. it. Yeah. yeah, so Hochul, Kathy Hochul, Hochul. <laughs> uh, Lee Zeldin came in close though. Yeah, that was he interesting. did. He did. It's just if you can't pull that off, tight if you can't pull York? off New York City and you know the five boroughs area, it's t- it's tough. Yeah. I mean, he did well. He did very well. He did very well, but it, it's just tough in New York. If you can't, it's the same like California. If you can't pull off, he's the coast, a local guy too. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's a, he's Long it's like Islander. Around the block. He's a Long Islander. <laughs> a Long Island. See, now you're going like that's how my family in Brooklyn used to call us, you know. Long like, Islanders. Yeah, really thick accent, really thick uh, PR accent. <laughs> I got from Long I- Long Island. Long like, Island. Like the G it's starts the word yeah. island, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like yeah, so um yeah, so the elections uh John still, Fetterman won. Yeah, which is crazy. It's it's hard for me to imagine that somebody with uh, medical issues and uh, well, Oof. that that can pull off such a win that he did. Like it was no, it, it like he did, he won. I mean, you know, I wouldn't no have contest. Doctor Oz. No, because Doctor Oz is you know he can't relate. That what people can't. He can't relate. This guy Fetterman he's shows relatable. up. He shows up in hooded sweatshirts and shorts, and it's freezing cold mm-hmm. out. And he's like still wearing shorts. 
with you know yeah he got a little goatee and his tattoos you know mm-hmm. he's a, he's a he's a Pennsylvania guy you know yeah he's but a see PA but that's guy. what's see but that's what's crazy it's yeah. like it's like here's my thing don't vote for somebody because you don't like the opposition like you know what I mean like like take the time to like really find like like be, be I realistic think, i think that's the problem with oz is he's not he he hasn't been in this atmosphere before so was he like on the oprah winfrey yeah show so pe- and he didn't even get endorsed by oprah but it, it people oh. don't people don't really rely on someone that that yeah he's he's a heart surgeon he's a tv you know personality but at the same time he, he's not he's hasn't been in the political atmosphere so i don't think that it was a good choice to put him against fetterman yeah um, i don't think so either i think um Anybody else, yeah, really. would have been, you know, um, yeah. yeah. Georgia's going into the uh, the long term, yeah, and I like that because because you know what's interesting is I think it was Kemp, right? Kemp uh, pulled off the governor over there. If I'm if I'm not, yeah, correct. but he usually what you see is the the governor pull along that senator, but you didn't see that because people are still undecided that Herschel Walker can actually do something. So if yeah. if they had more a little more confidence, Herschel Walker would have walked away with that, you know. But now it's on a runoff. So he said Herschel Walker would have walked away with you. Run, could, there's no run. He would have run. Walker would have walked away. Herschel Runner would have ran away with that. <laughs> no, he's, he would have ran over the dude just like his running yeah. running back days. You know what I mean? Yo, I remember watching Herschel Walker fight in the UFC at 48. Yeah. And just destroy <laughs> his younger opponents. They, and every time like they got knocked out and he was real yeah. quick, they, they, the younger guy was just like, yo, he's so strong. Like, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm going to try to pull up. He said something was really good. Just the way he sounds is really good. You know, it's funny. I would hate to be his opponent and like and have somebody on the opposite side say it to his face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. think you want to say anything to Herschel Walker's face. Like, yeah, he's such know. a nice guy. But. Oh, yeah, he is. He's super nice. That's what I'm saying. You know, he, he is a nice guy. Let me see. Here he yes. Is. Here he is. Go ahead. Let me see if I got this here. I don't come to lose. And, uh, and I told you, he's going to be tough to beat. He's going to be tough to beat, but let me tell you what. He got the wrong Georgia here, don't he? He got the wrong, <laughs> he got the wrong Georgia here, though. I yeah. love him, though. I in, love hang him. Hang in there a little bit longer. Just hang in there a little bit longer. Because something good, it takes a while for it to get better. Wow. And it's going to get better. So I want to just thank you guys for hanging in. And if you, some of you have to go home, you can wake up tomorrow morning and see that. The new senator for the great state of Georgia, Herschel Walker. Yeah, that wow. that didn't happen, but he's so close. But he's he's so, so close. It actually is a runoff, which is really good. You know, it's really good for him. It is good. It is. You know, I like All right, Herschel. So some of the uh, Arizona. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, like wh- again, you're not going to know till Maricopa December. Ca- <laughs> you're not going to know till like December. You will not know the actual results until December 6th. Until December 6th, 2052. <laughs> What's going on? For more information, consult Doc Brown yeah. the Time Machine. What's going You know what's interesting? It's like you can go to like City MD. Yeah. Take out your license. It scans it and it brings up all your information. Yeah. Everything. Why can't we have we got we we're so technological that we, we go now we still fill out paper we scan it in like you know those old mm-hmm. tests we used to take in school with the scantron the, the scantron test, test yeah. right you're still doing that when we could just if you have your license yeah but I think the problem is that digital is so much 
easier to hack to hack. But yeah. but but we have companies that can protect that your bank system. Like can, yeah, you, yeah, you know what I mean. Like we trust our we trust bank. we trust our you know trust bank, but you're not going to trust your and your medical information. You're like buying stuff online. Yeah, like come on. We got to, we, we must evolve. That's what I'm saying. Like you could scan it in and then, you know, it's easy. And then you just do it. So easy. So easy. Anyone could do it. Anyone. Yeah. So the elections, oh my goodness. It's, it's, it's getting close. Uh, you know, it's such a close race. It actually shows, uh, what this country is still, um, equally divided people say oh it's a divided country it's okay to have it's it's good to have a country that has uh, different views and can be pretty much split down the middle there's checks and balances you know yeah I mean, it's important why do you think um i mean let's it's it's a deep conversation we're not going to roll into yeah no yeah, all yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, but yeah but a quick a quick answer why do you think people are divided we were talking about this before the show and we're talking, uh, you said something really interesting, like the, the polarization of the country has a lot to do with people's perspective on God. Yeah, you definitely. Know? And what, what exactly did you say about that? What did I say about that? I don't remember. Man, I, was like, I don't know, man. That was, was a spirit like talking. Minutes ago. <laughs> I don't remember what I said. No, well, no. what you said was, what, what you said that was interesting was that um, you were just like, People don't even consider God in their conversations. They don't consider a standard of morality in their conversations, in their thoughts, in their homes. Yeah, so, and actually you could see that in the votes, you know, just because of the things that we, we stand for. But, you know, it's 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 hard. It, fe- it feels it feels lonely a little bit. Yeah, that's, that's one of the things you said, too. It's like yeah. there's these never-ending circular arguments because people... People aren't coming to terms with what a conversation actually is. Like, you're supposed to get something out of that. Yeah. And I don't think people get anything out of conversations these days. Well, I, don't, I wouldn't say I take that back. I, I think that, um, that we take what we choose out of conversations these days instead of saying, well, you know what, this person may have a point. Yeah, or see if they might have a point. I think it kind of goes what we're talking about tonight. I was so, I had my vision of what the day after the election was going to look like, but it, it's not that. But Most it's okay, people. and and it's and it's good because usually that's what we do with, with God. We have this idea of what we should do and that vision and goal of what we should do. But sometimes it's God doesn't. Ha- it's not the same will. It's our will, but it's not God's will. And then and then we got to trust that. And I was talking to my wife about this. I was like, you know, we might not see it now, but five, ten years from now, we might see it. What the yeah. actual purpose was it was it for? You know. Well, people have waited longer to see what God's done. Oh so, yeah, oh, you know, forty years in a desert, <laughs> hundred and sixty something <laughs> years building a boat. <laughs> right. What was how long did Noah build the boat for? Like, what was it like a hundred and twenty something years? Elizabeth yeah, Leia? something like that. I, I don't know exactly, but it I was a long time for more than five. And he years. was and he was old doing it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh god, when it rained, my back's killing me. I don't think I don't think you had. Well, you know he didn't have help. 
There was enough yeah, oxygen on the earth that his pain, he wouldn't have pain yet. Oh, man. His forehead was pretty big, but he, he didn't have no pain. Well, that was that Russell Crowe's forehead? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That like, was the worst. Oh, goodness. Like, that was almost sinful to watch. It was because he was like, um, we got to do movie reviews. Yeah, but that but, was like. Uh, yeah, like, it's funny because he's like, he turned into Maximus Aurelius. Maximus Decimus Aurelius. Yeah, Aurelius. It, yeah. He was like, I am Noah. I'm the builder of the ark. Yeah, uh, but then you had like some creatures, and like it was weird. It was it was really strange. It was like a different. They're coming out of the boat. He's like, quickly, come! What that? What is that? What what is that walking <laughs> up? With? <laughs> it's like a cockroach. Oh my goodness! And, and, a, and a puppy in one. Like what? Is it? I mean, like I don't know what the animals were like that day, but um, yeah. So yeah, Noah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. moving on. Yeah. Um. Other other areas like how, how DeSantis. Oh man, that was a landslide. Yeah. That wasn't even like a landslide. That was like if a landslide got you know coupled it, with when a they tsunami. Were, everybody was talking about a red wave. The red wave started in Florida and it stopped there. <laughs> it, started, it stopped at the borders of Georgia. It was like <laughs> it's just it's like here comes the wave. Oh, it must only be for them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's just Kool-Aid. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah, yeah. There was a big anticipation for that. Yeah. That was um that's pretty interesting. Yeah, but hey, uh, you know, two years from now, who knows? I, it looks like DeSantis is is uh starting a blueprint for the presidency. That's what it looks like, you know. Yeah, I mean I'm not even gonna get into that conversation. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you know, politics is politics. Yeah, know? politics is politics. Politics is yeah. politics. So uh Jesus is still king. Yeah. Regardless. I am always into doing a podcast, but that does not mean I'm always mentally prepared. <laughs> right. Yeah. We, I don't think we're ever totally mentally no, prepared. No, I, I don't think so either. I think... Um, Honestly, I, if we're going to be honest, we're, we're never prepared. We were actually just... Doing music, like, <laughs> right? Up until like ten minutes. Ten minutes. Before, yeah. But yeah, we knew what we we're gonna talk about. We had all that stuff. I set. Actually, I forgot because I was like, "What are we talking about again?" So it's like, it? "Yeah, check this beat out." It's like, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh," uh, and then he wrote something. He's like writing yeah, stuff then, to and it, and then before you know writing, it, it's like, and they were like, "Oh, double up the snare there," and it's like, "Oh, wait, the timing's off." And then it's like, next thing you know, it's like, "Oh, wait, we got to go on the air in ten minutes." Yeah. This is what we do. Yeah. That's how you know the Holy Spirit is leading us because we are never prepared. Mm. <laughs> but so, um, yeah, so. This is another banger from a Lathia And we do this. <laughs> every time. Yeah, every time. But, what? so tonight we're going to be talking about. Visions. Visions. And manifestations. And we, we, don't, we don't mean visions like we're having a vision. It's like what, what like if you're in a church or you're in a, in a, in a, a job or if you own your own company what's your vision for your business what's yeah. your vision for your family your life, what's you know, what's your yeah. vision for your you know um church like a church should have a vision i think i think we suffer from lack of vision yeah. as, a, as a people um especially when you get comfortable in america i think that's i think that's where a lot of the problems are starting this is not um this is not a podcast right now that that we're trying to shift into like a success motivational seminar that's that's not what we're doing i think we're more concerned with what everyone's definition of success is but when we're talking about visions like like what is your vision for your life what do you feel the vision for your life in god's eyes is versus yours yeah you know 
And um and what and uh when, when we use for, uh, terms because you ever see those like those life coaches on everybody's a life coach by the way yeah I think I'm I know a life, like I'm a life coach I know like seven hundred and forty three people that are life coaches now like what do you do for a living oh I'm a life coach <laughs> the smile too <laughs> oh how's it going I'm a life coach yeah it's do you have a whistle yeah but I mean like listen I mean in some ways like we could all be uh that um. But I think what you find out now is like there's a lot of like uh, self help motivation mixing in with the church too, and it's like and it's like you can't forget where your help comes from. So what is your uh, your vision for your life, and um, and and do you stop to consider what God's vision may be? And this is a problem because I I, I find out like what happens with me is like I feel like something is is definitely from God, and then I find myself fighting to get to that point. And then I'm like, okay, that's not, that's not of God, you know, like, and you spend time praying on it and you always hear people talking about like, well, you know, pray about it, you know, and then you yeah. go home and you're like, God, I really want to do this. Thank you so much. Holla. And it's like, it's like, that's not, that's not going to get answers. Like you have to wait for reveal sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think, um, I think what we tend to do is kind of like what you said is that procrastination sets in because I see a vision as something you see long off in the distance. Hey, this is my, this is my ultimate destination. Right. And then I see goals as those little ways to get to that ultimate destination. So you should have a vision and then have those goals like, okay, this I've reached checkpoint a I've reached checkpoint B I'm getting there. But a lot of times in between, I don't know about you, but a lot of times I'll get, you know, wanted to do something. And all of a sudden I'm just like, oh, that's nice. What's that? And Squirrel. I, and, I, yeah. Squirrel. <laughs> and I walk, wait a minute. Oh, I like doing this. You know, and I think what we do is we tend to, we, God gives us gifts and, and talents that we can use and things like that. And I think sometimes we don't really spend the time uh, honing in on those. Yeah. And, and we wind up, you know, hey, whether it's, you know, uh, you, you're a movie buff and you just like watch movies all the time or doing stuff, you know, like me, I'm a workaholic. I I, I can't, I feel guilty if I'm sitting down not doing anything. So I got to work in the house, or do something. I gotta, yeah, I, I can't. Like if I, like I'm not into the video games because if I sit down, I feel, I feel like I'm doing something wrong if I'm playing a video game. I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> you know why? Because I was always that, that guy. I was always like, okay, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Yeah. And when it destroyed my life, I was like, okay, sometimes you just got to And And there was a woman who told me this. She was like, you know, Psalm 48, 10. She's like, it's the easiest one to remember. Just be still and know that I am God. Yeah. And I'm like, what does that mean? You're like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> that's a good. Yeah, no. Be still. No, yeah, but um, no. I, th I, think what you, I think what you're saying is absolutely correct. And yeah, I with me, I think I do too much. I think I, I tend to jump into this thing, and then this thing, and this thing, and then now instead of being a tree, I'm a bush. I get like mm -hmm. I'm spread out too far, yeah. too thin, and then I get bogged down, and I'm like, ah, oh, I've, you know. And then you got berries instead of apples. Yeah. So I don't know what that means. Yeah, but I get like it. Some. But I get it. So it's just <laughs> it's it's small fruit. Small little tiny berries. Little bit, I got. Fruit. I ain't got no coconuts. But I think. I think our 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 <laughs> our. There's no no coconut no coca melons. 
Yeah. Cocomelon. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, so what I think is, uh, I think it starts with how you wake up. And, um, so lately I've been reminding myself like, okay, the first thing I need to do is thank God when I wake up, like the first thing, because what I got into the habit of doing is I wound up dreading getting out of bed. You know, I'm like, turning my feet i'm like oh i got some cracking going on and i'm just like <laughs> you make those noises when you first get out of bed you're like Ugh. and like what am i grunting for right i'm 48 years old for crying out loud I'm yeah not- well it's also i was thinking about this the other day it's lack of because i used to be yeah. i used I'm to want to get out of bed what am i complaining yeah about? i i used to like work out and do all that and i, I was a lot stronger than i used to be now i'm like thinking to myself i'm like i can't even get myself off the toilet like it without like being like <laughs> It was difficult, and I'm like, man, I need to, I need to stop all that nonsense and work, work out. Yo, I need to get some my strength back. Why does my back hurt when I'm on the toilet for too long? <laughs> I don't know. These are the things we talked to God uh, about. Yeah, and I'm like, listen, I gotta, I gotta strengthen myself. Yeah, you know, I need to do the squats. <laughs> It's the the toilet for me. (laughs) (laughs) So, in other news, (laughs) we're going to walk that one off for a minute. (laughs) You got me crying over here. (laughs) Oh, Oh. it's good stuff, man. Oh, good stuff. So, so, (laughs) thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you. So, So. yeah, it's been tough. It's been tough. Yeah. <laughs> That's you know things are getting good when Sean's wife comes downstairs. Like you guys are you terrible. Guys are terrible. <laughs> That's so, terrible. Um, yeah. So like when we're talking, we're just about, being honest. Yeah, you got to. We, we, we're being real. That's you know it. what I mean? We keep it real out of late theory. Yo. Oh, so, speaking the truth. Speaking the truth. Yeah. So yeah. So when we look at. Um, when we look at vision and manifesting, like that's something that's gotten pretty popular right now. Like people are like, um, like you have to manifest it. You have to speak it into existence. Yeah. Where did you get that from? Yeah. Like a lot of people don't know where that comes from. Like God tells you, well, I mean, from the beginning, the, the word of God was spoken and it was created. The God said, let there be light. He said it. And and people kind of take that account. God can do that. He's creator. Mm -hmm. We we can also do that to the extent, as long as it's within the will of God, that's why in, in what we do, it's prayer. So we pray to be, be, you know, more connected to what God's will is. And in those, then we see what it's kind of like what I was talking to you before about. It's like when you're really interested in a car you want to buy, you know, I really like this Chevy Chevette. Wow. Yeah. And I, but then you start seeing them all over the place. You probably won't, but then you just start seeing <laughs> Not, Chevette. Not Chevettes anyway. <laughs> no, then you start seeing everywhere. It's like Sean wanted a Supra and he's like, you know, that next car I want a Supra. I'm like thinking Supra, what? you know? Supra. But then I started seeing them like on the, on TV. Like, oh, well they came out with a new one. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, and all of a sudden I started seeing it. It's just, it's just a matter of there. Oh, it's always been there. But when you put your mind to something, that's when you start, you start seeing noticing you start it. noticing it yeah so what are you taking notice to in your life if you aren't yeah. noticing opportunities you're not looking for them you're not you're not getting your, you're not making yourself available uh, for them like that's like that's like one of the the greatest things like uh, like on the road to Damascus all gets blinded right yeah and then um Ananias is at home just minding his whole his own business 
and uh and god's like ananias and he's like i'm here lord like do how many times do we say that like god will put something on your heart and be like like hey sean hey see and i was like i'm here i'm ready no i'm usually it's like it's like hey did you hear something it's like i'm I'm on a business call i'll get you right back like that's the way we treat god yeah. In a lot of ways, like, like I'm learning more now to, um, to answer Ananias's response was great. I'm here, Lord. Yeah. But then he was like, you can't, that guy, I can't heal that. You want me to heal that guy? Yeah. Like that, you, you know who he is, right? God's like, yeah. Like, yeah, that was a question. <laughs> Wait, do you know who, really who he is? And God's like, <laughs> of course I know who he is, Ananias. <laughs> of course I do. You know? But yeah, yeah, but so his response was, I'm here. So like, so when we have um, opportunities that are put before us by God and we ignore them because of our own definition of, the, of what our path looks like, you know, we, we definitely push those things aside and we start living outside of purpose. And when we live outside of our purpose, we, you know, that purposeless feeling is the worst feeling to have because you're not pursuing anything. You know, in order to pursue your purpose, you have to pursue God in order to know how he speaks. And I think like... Uh, yeah, to understand him, it, it's kind of like learning a language. How do you understand that language if, mm-hmm. if, if you don't take the time to study it and learn what, what the words actually mean? Yeah, they didn't have to make a book called The Five Love Languages of Jesus. It's called the gospel. <laughs> yeah. I don't even you know, know if that book worked. You know, <laughs> the five, the five, yeah. The five love languages. On the next show. Yeah, my wife's favorite uh, uh, love language is sign language. <laughs> yeah, that's all familiar. She can only take yeah. so much. Yeah, with the chancla <laughs> coming flying at you. <laughs> yeah. So um, so now um, so that whole manifestation thing got really really big on um like social media for a while. Like, you have to manifest. That's what you want out of life. That's you, also as big in the in Christian culture too. Is like some yeah. like even like the prosperity gospel and things like that. Is that if you if you manifest it, you know, you'll get those blessings. God is going to give it. to yeah, you. Yeah, you're going to get get those blessings. Yeah, and I think that's a very misread scripture when people say that like God will give you the desires of your heart. Yeah, well, there's more to it, kids. Yeah, it's a lot more. Definitely, to it. that means that God is going to change the desires of your heart first. Definitely. Because the desires of our heart are wicked and sinful without God, straight up. Like, if we can be honest, like, think about, all right, think about the first thing that pops in your head when you think of desire. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So when you think about God will give you the desires of your heart, does he want to give you that desire? No. No. No, he doesn't. He wants you to to desire the things of God. He wants you to, des- to desire the things that are going to give you uh, long-term joy and happiness and structure in your life that are going to make things great. Like, And this is the thing that a lot of people don't view about biblical literature that is exciting. It's like, well, it's not very exciting if you want me to lead a righteous life, but it is because there's so much um, understanding that comes from it. There's so much revelation that happens when you decide to change those things in your life and you decide to, to give the things that you used to desire over to God, we were just talking about that before too. I'm like, 
man, like when I deal with this, like my whole thing is like, all right, how do I give this to God? Which is a very troubling statement for people that aren't believers. Yeah. You ever tell them like, well, how do you deal with it? Well, I just give it to God. They're like, yeah. What do you do? Do you do you zeal it to Him? Well, it's interesting because like as soon as we like, talk about this, is talking about like God's will and things is James four fourteen, where He says, um, "Well, I started thirteen. He says, "Come now, you say today or tomorrow we will go to such and such city and spend a year there and engage in business and make a profit." Wow. Read that. This is interesting. Distractions. No. Yo, your toilet game is weak. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it is. I'm telling you, it I'm really weak. Is. It is. It's real weak. Yo, so, that guy right there. Yeah. Mr. Jason. Yeah. He lost like 45 pounds and like. That's what I, I need to, man. I, I got weak, man. I'm going totally to, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with you. Like I should, uh, I'm, I'm out of shape. I'm out of shape. But let's get back to the no Lord's way. will. I'm sorry, let's get back going. to the Lord's <laughs> will <laughs> on another subject. That's another show. But round is a shape. But in James, he talks about how are you going to say? I'm just going to paraphrase this: that we're going to go do business in this city and do business in that city, whatever. He goes, yet you do not know what your life will be like tomorrow. You you are just as poor. Well, you are just a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or do that. Yes. Now, when do we start applying that to our lives? Yeah. You know, like, if the Lord will it. It's kind of even like, you know, you have a vision for what you you expect, even like when I had uh, uh, an idea of hopeful how this election would be. That's not what the... I. I didn't put it up to the will of God. I was more hopeful on that we can vote people in or do what we got to well, do. I think, yeah. I and think. realize that this is the will of God. Like, not saying, like, things happen and then, like, you know what? That that can't be out of God's control. Realizing that anything that happens, even my weakness getting off the toilet is the will of God. Yes. Yeah. Well, you have to look <laughs> at it that, that God's going to use it. Use it, right. Like, I don't know how. But, I don't know how that's going to work. But he will. But he will. But yeah. see, and that, that stems from us having commitment issues. Because like, if we want to commit to doing God's will, we have to stop committing to things that are not of God's will. And we have a bad habit of doing that. Yeah. So um, we were talking about getting busy with work before. Like, uh, Some people will commit to work before they commit to God's will. Sometimes their work entails God's will. Busy work. Yeah, like busy work. Like, um, like, and, and I think it's important to find rest in God in ways that we don't view rest, if that makes any sense. I think a lot of, uh, a lot of times what winds up happening is that we can have rest and peace, but that means committing to understanding the things that you may not understand and allow God to do what he's got to do mm. by following what he says. That's really difficult for like all of us. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a unique problem. I think that's something that we all have. So, so what are we committing to? Yeah, I think it goes back to, to that. Commit? It goes back to what we define sh- struggle. I mean, struggle. What we define success as, yes. you know, uh, is is success to you? Lots of money, you know, power h- higher up in the. You know, uh, are you getting? thousands of likes you're like what what is success yeah, yeah. to you like is your success you're following is following it your what is what does that mean to you is it people's you know? perception of how your life is? is right you know and um and i and for a long time i always thought being successful meant like i was going to get there someday 
Right. Instead of like, wow, look at the things I'm successful at right now. I'm successfully healthy. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, somewhat. Somewhat. There is a part <laughs> of me that still feels like silly putty. Yeah. But in comparison <clears throat> to what a lot of other people are going through, I have an opportunity to get better where they have to struggle a lot harder. Yeah. So I should be very grateful and I should be very thankful. Then every morning when I wake up and I'm thanking God and I'm saying my prayer, like I'm like, I'm sitting there in bed. I open my eyes and I'm just like, all right, I don't want this prayer to become repetitious, but I'm just trying to do this thoroughly every day now when I put my feet down. Thank you for allowing me to move my legs. Yeah, I saw a story uh, <clears throat> a couple days ago and kind of, it, it was about a child that had this rare disease and this family didn't realize it and they brought him to the family doctor and all of a sudden, you know, within a few, Few, like it gave the baby maybe like five to six months to live. Maybe it was like a year old at that point. Mm -hmm. And it, it, for me, watching the story, <clears throat> oh, I, I fall uh, apart. Yeah. I, well, I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, see, now they only had this certain amount of time with this child. It was a boy, and they did everything they could. They went to the best doctors and do everything that they could for him. But they they realized they only had this little bit of time, so they they took that time. To still be with him as if he was a baby and, and you know, just doing yeah. things, you know? And it just hit me so hard, and I'm thinking to myself, here I am, you know, at a time where my kids are grown and things like that, and and I worry about the silliest things and what's what I'm going to do and the vision and goals. When, when you get a story like that and see the short time that you have versus, versus what you've been gifted with. Gifted with. Yeah. When it's, when it, when, when, you had all this time, even if the Lord took my, my life today, the time that I had and the opportunities that I had, um, I've been blessed with regardless. You know, when you see some of those stories, you know, like that and, and seeing a child that yeah. only lived two years old, two, three years old, you know? Yeah, I've seen, and I've seen worse cases like that. There's a, um, there's a, there's a, a weird disease that, you know, some bait newborns get where their heart isn't, uh, well equipped and they only the doctor gives them 72 hours right and this family documented on film the 72 hours they spent with their baby and there were times where the baby would shudder with the breathing and they're saying i think it's going to happen now right and, and it didn't happen but you know what's interesting and, like, and if you when i when i was watching the story and you saw the baby's face and the baby went through some tough times it was a young boy and he went through some tough times struggles but those minute moments of him, like the dad running through the hospital room, like making jokes and him cracking up as that yeah. one year old, did you, and just being happy and joyful, like in that moment, in, in those tough moments where that's the, the only important, sometimes as we get older, we don't realize it's those, those little moments and those times yeah. that we need we to treasure those things, you know? Yeah. We get so concerned with what we expect out of other people that we forget the gifts that we have. That, yeah. that that just exists in us on a regular. Regular, yeah. Every day. Yeah. You know, and that's success. Like, yeah. you're winning. You're, yeah. You're totally winning. Like, if you yeah. if you have a job and you don't make much money, you're winning. Yeah, we're going to get that into that into another show. We're going to be talking about, uh, you know, kingdom economy, the yes. kingdom economics, you know, and where you place your treasure. But it's part of uh, we'll having... It, 
We're calling it Kingdomics. Kingdomics. 101. Yeah, yeah and that's part, of, that's part of having a goal is knowing where you're putting your energies in as far as the, you know, uh, kingdom living and, and uh, giving God the glory and things like that. Yeah. You know? Like, and, and, and that's an important thing that we have to get to, too. I think focusing, I mean, I, I don't think money is a bad thing, but I think what winds up happening, especially in the church right now, there's a lot of people that are saying, well, like, well, there's nothing wrong with um with showing the world that how God has blessed you if you're wearing something expensive or if you're driving a really expensive car. Listen, there are purposes for everything, but God is not a God without purpose. Everything that he blesses someone with has a purpose. Well, the Bible says that in everything that you do it is to glorify, to God. glorify God. So yeah. if you're not using the blessing that you're having to glorify God, you know. What are you doing? What you're are glorifying you glorifying yourself. yourself. Yeah. Which in turn means you're glorifying someone else. Yeah. So like um, like that pastor that got robbed, like that's a shame. Like, listen, I don't wish anybody to get robbed. I mean, listen, I don't know what his business is, his business um, uh, income is, and maybe he earned that separately outside of the church. I hope he didn't take it, take it from the church, but I don't know that, so I'm not going to sit there and accuse someone of it. But when you portray certain images of success, like like wearing large amounts of jewelry, you're going to attract a lot of negative <laughs> attention. So when you get robbed Sunday morning in church, like that's not good for anybody. I don't want anybody to think that at all. But what I'm saying is what would make you think that that is a blessing to be shown off without mm-hmm. purpose? Because the purpose wound up, you know, the, the the selfish purpose in those in those areas will wind up serving someone else entirely. Yeah. In 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 the worst ways possible. So I'm not saying that you can't have nice things. I'm just saying that there's a time and place for them. You know, like I'm not I'm not gonna You're gonna grill get out the new my, grill? I, that's what I was about to say. I I'm not <laughs> gonna grill my mouth out for a hundred thousand dollars just because I have the money to do it. And listen, people do it. That's fine. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm an ambassador of Christ, and I want people to understand uh, the certain levels of humility that I've experienced. Well, there's that, and there's God also is. what what in the uh, what is it? Um, I think it's Romans where Paul talks about how you know making other people stumble. And I think that's also a way yeah. you can do that. Is if you're sitting there um, flaunting your you know grill and your chains or your and your diamond studded toilet, to, you know, and, and yeah. <laughs> Or ones that actually have arm bars to get you up off of. That's you know. not a bad thing. I'll take a rope or a chain yeah. from the ceiling. So, but having those things and then and then you can actually pull people in the wrong direction to see where where does your where does the importance of uh, the gospel lie? Is it in those things or is is it in your humility? Well, it should be in in your humility, I believe, because that kind of is what like ninety nine point nine percent of the Bible. Right. He's trying to breed inside. In of that you. same book of James, in James four ten, it says, and people take these things out of like context. Says, humble yourselves before the Lord, and He will exalt you. Mm-hmm. But a lot, a lot of things that could be like you know, well, if you humble yourself, you know, He's going to give you a blessing. Yeah, this gold chain is a blessing. No, I mean, I, I, I see. I, I, I don't think God gives pointless gifts. It just doesn't seem realistic to me. Yeah, you know, like if God says, okay. um, I'm going to bless you with a car is because you you need one. 
You know, I mean, I, I mean, if I, I just think everything outside of that just might be us. Call me crazy. Yeah, well, you can actually see that person's goals on them. So their goal was to get that that chain and and mm-hmm. to to have that watch and to have that car. You know, I'm not all against like having a functional vehicle to, to have. No, listen, and even a nice one if you could afford it, because you know, or a better one, I should say. Yeah, a better one, a better one, something, something has- you know. And I'm not against that, but at, but at the same time. You could see where your where is your goals headed? Where is your vision headed? Yeah, I think that's where we blur the lines between enjoying the life God gave us and enjoying excess yeah. and taking time away from recognizing the things that God gave us. So if you say, I like to ride dirt bikes, get a dirt bike. Yeah. Go ride with your family. Go ride with your friends. Do it. If that's you can. If, if you're a good steward of your money... And could afford something like that. See, that's you know. So, so people tend to say, "Hey, you know what? I'm blessed with this." But are you, are you, been a good steward and been diligent in these other areas of your life, like paying your bills and having no debt and things like that? But are you going to put yourself in more debt by getting the bike? You see, so those are decisions you got to make. And that's the whole thing. Like I, um, I made a lot of money and I was terrible with it. Oh, yeah. But like, you know, and when my life fell apart, you know, I ran, I ran back to God. Oh, help me. And he did. And, I, you know, I didn't run back to him. I ran to him for the first time. For, yeah. You know, to get money I, from dad. Yeah. Like, dad, please. <laughs> you know, um, but like, so when I actually gave my life over to God, I was like, I actually have a tr- tremendous difference in income. But, I still, it it works out like when you're provided for. Yeah, like he is he is the provider in ways that like I can't even fathom, because I shouldn't, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't have as, right. as I shouldn't be as good as I am right now. I didn't, I did not earn it. I tell you that much. I earned it. I may be earning it now right. because of my lifestyle changes due to him. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't do anything before that to deserve this. This is grace. This is mercy. And I think that's what we leave out of the equation when we right. start thinking about success. Right. You know. Right. Exactly. Or or <clears throat> our vision that we have of where we're going to be. Because I I think a lot of times we just like success. We take our vision and goals and say, and we leave out like we were talking about before. I think that's where this country is too. Is we leave out uh, the part where those goals have to be a part of my walk in faith in God. And as I go there, those are the times that I glorify him in making those steps. And and that's, I think that's what people who don't believe have a problem with. Like, Oh, like everything you got to do, you got to glorify God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not a, it's not, it's not, you know, it's, it seems like you're taking away, from someone else when they like they like people will look at it like oh like like everything that we do like our life is a living sacrifice well what does it mean to glorify god i mean one of the main things where you're glorifying god is is realizing that i wouldn't have made that to the next step without his help and that humility that's found in that that's like what yeah and going hey you know what like you said i wake up in the morning just thank god because that's giving him glory that i woke up this morning 
Yeah, and like, and listen, sometimes your prayers get repetitive, and the Bible actually speaks against that. Yeah, like don't like don't give repetitive prayers. Like find a new way to say thank you. Well, yeah, like I mean, when Jesus said pray like this, you know, our Father who art in heaven, he, he didn't say pray this every time. He he said this is kind of like this is the how model. yeah how you should do it. You know. Yeah, yeah, and and you find a new way. And uh, one of the best things someone ever told me. That changed my perception because I had just started praying. I was like, oh, my prayer game is weak, you know, like, which is a stupid thing to say because there's no weak prayers. No, I, but you, you know? got some people that can pray, man. Yeah, man. You do got some it's people. It's like you said in Romans 13, chapter 4, <laughs> no. verse. You know, and then it's like, okay, you pray, and I'm like. And it's like. Thank you. You're a good guy. <laughs> you know? like Day after day. Day by day, day. by day. <laughs> you know? Three things. All right, but, but you know, <laughs> you know, like, like you yeah. get into these things, like, wow, yeah. like my. And, and he says, he said to me, he was like, he said, you don't have to know how to pray. He's like, you just talk to him like you're talking to your best friend. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Because I was like troubled. I was like, God, I come to you as your humble servant. Oh no, I'm not humble. Oh no, wait a minute, I'm pretty awful. I don't even deserve to talk to you. This is over. Yeah. Like, you know, right. like that was like yeah. the first, yeah. he was like, no, you just talk to him, you know, like you just give him your best. Yeah. And I was like, all right, so what is my best? Be as raw, be as honest. Be honest, yeah. You know, and listen, you got to be honest with God first before you can be honest to anybody else, including yourself. Yeah. And I think as, as a, uh, uh, as a Christian perspective, the only real true way to have your visions and goals in line is to know the will of God. And in doing that is to have a healthy prayer life, you know? Well, yeah, I think people think praying, and, and this is the thing that bugs people out. Like, I think what people, like people say like, oh, I, I prayed for you. Thinking mm -hmm. about someone is not praying for them. So why is it important that we actually either... I mean, you can pray in quiet. I'm not telling anybody how to do their prayer life. But I'm saying, like, you can pray out loud. Like, we make we make it a point to pray out loud. You know, I know you do. Because it's... You're not afraid to say, this is what I believe. Mm -hmm. This is what matters to me. This is what's... This is from the bottom of my heart. I want to say this out loud. So every, Because what you're doing is you're saying... Like, that's like saying, like... If you, you know, you come over to your wife, all right, and you're out in public and you're like, oh, honey, I love you when you're home. And then you go out in your public and she says, I love you. And you're like, you too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you're not, you, you, what are you ashamed to say it in public? Yeah. yeah. You know? And I think what you're saying is that in particular, but even there's a time to be praying and quiet. There's a time because I felt a lot of times I'd, I'd say too much and I'd always try to be finding things to say in my prayer when at the same time. It's it's got God's telling me just just to shut up and and listen to me, yeah. and then let and then let the words come out. But I get that a lot. Yeah, and then let the words come out. Don't just pray haphazardly. You know, God's like, listen, while you're on the toilet and you're not saying nothing, <laughs> listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> right. You know, you know, it's funny. It's like, um, like I think sense of humor is a really important right, and I I I always like to incorporate something funny in it. You, and, uh, I, I try. <laughs> Me, for real. You though? try to be funny, really. Yeah. You know, and um, and I and I and I think that um, 
I think we, we take the element of humor away from our relationships with God. We take the element of, um, of, of moving forward and, and growing as an individual, um, in every way, mm. not just, you know, spiritually, but, but, but growing in like, like, for example, like having your own property is a biblical construct. Mm-hmm. Like, like being a steward of the land is that, that's, that's important. So like there were wealthy men in the, excuse me, in the Bible. And a lot of these wealthy men, God loved, they loved God right back. And so I'm not saying that you can't be successful and be, um, and, and be humble because it's not true. I mean, like you could be not humble and still love God. You know what I mean? Like it's just, everybody's got their own walk. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I forgot. You forgot, <laughs> yeah. forgot where I was going. That's with all that. right. But in, in that, in that vision, I think what we get lost in is, and part of what we were talking about is manifesting your procrastination is that's when that comes out because procrastinate, procrastin, procrastination, mm-hmm. procrastination, procrastination, <laughs> procrastination, Yo, procrastination it's basically kills. the willfully, uh, willfully doing something not doing something i know i gotta do this but willfully you know and i think as christians we do that a lot but that's what i'm saying we start in the morning you know we yeah like we procrastinate getting out of bed because we're like i feel so good good. to be in bed yeah get up and and you dread because it's monday and then it's wednesday it's like and then you get your coffee and you're like i'm not gonna move right now i'm just gonna drink this coffee because it's so good yeah you know you know and and i think i think i think we become uh, late, we see our goals, we see our visions, and we try to do that. But we become, I have time. Yeah, we become like we have time. We were just talking yeah. about that. Like sometimes we don't realize the short amount of time that we are here and that we do have. And and we'll talk about this more when we talk about kingdom economics. But it's like, wh- what are we? What are we saving here? What is our level of success that we're taking? for that vision and goals. And then I think a lot of that procrastination happens because we don't, we see it, you know, but then we're like, I'd rather just chill for a minute. I mean, and, and that's a, and that's a part of the human condition. I don't think yeah. there's a person in history who hasn't wrestled with that at some time, but it also I do becomes, all the time. Oh yeah. It also becomes a matter of habit, you know, and then in your, in your pursuit of better habit, you also have to be careful of making your habits a priority over everything else as well. So your productive habits, you want wrestling your productive habits with your resting habits. And you do have to have a balance of both. And that's something that we wrestle with constantly. Well, I mean, I mean, that's why there's sleep. I mean, you, you have sleep because... You, but some people only sleep when their body collapses. Yeah. You know, you know, I used to be that way. Now, no. Now, I could just do yeah, it anywhere. I could, yeah, so, but but it's imp- I've realized the importance of it. Yeah, you know. So if uh, I could sleep while I drove and and live, I would do it. But I think the the other thing is is it's better for you also to get up early. I like to get yeah. up early. If I if I sleep too late, I feel like I've also I feel guilty. I feel like I've wasted the day. Yeah, I you know I think I let my autoimmune drag me down too because like it's. It's no joke, man. Like I was just, like, my wife's had an autoimmune forever, and I just right after COVID, you caught it from her. I probably caught an autoimmune from my wife. <laughs> Thanks, babe. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, like this is just something I got to take medicine. I'm fine. Listen, medicine does not. 
do it all. There are serious lifestyle changes I have to make because it beats you up so bad. Yeah. I'm like, one minute I feel fine, and then once my body kind of settles down, I turn into like, I don't know, like Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, I feel like I don't have legs. Yeah, Yeah. sometimes I'm just like eating frogs and just sitting there (laughs) ruling. It's terrible. Yeah, and I think we get we. What happens is we we uh, rather just sit there. Like for some reason, like this whole thing I was talking about before. Like I feel weak and I want to work out. And every day I come home with that idea of like, hey, you know, let's let me hit the hit the gym. Let Mm -hmm. me do this. And then I'm like, ah, tacos. Oh, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long day. Yeah. So, you, you know, know, it's funny. It's because like, so that's, and, and it's crazy because God speaks against it. Yeah. It's like, don't get complacent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what is it? Uh, sloth? Like, what is? Oh, yeah. A uh, little folding of the hands. That's yeah. Proverbs, you know? Yeah. 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 Sluggard. You sluggard. You dirty sluggard. You sluggard. Little rest, little folding of the hands. And it's what does it it say? That uh, you'll be, you know, wind up, the poor will capture you. You'll be destitute. That's how you know God means it. If (laughs) if the writers of of those areas of of Proverbs, they add an ARD at the end of it. You got to be a, don't be a drunkard or a sluggard. (laughs) <laughs> or <laughs> something with an ARD at the end Slugger. of it. A sluggard yeah. or a drunkard yeah. or a It's uh Proverbs, what is it? I'm trying to I'm gonna pull it up. Or a Yeah, Proverbs twenty uh twenty four, thirty three through a Joker thirty four. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands, and poverty will come upon you like a thief and a scarcity like an armed man. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, help me uh help me do the harvest. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. I'll get to it tomorrow. So listen, um, uh, do something that shocks you every day. Yeah. Even if it's small. Yeah. And poverty, that's in just, but poverty will come upon you like a robber. Mm. Yeah. 2433. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. It's the truth. Yeah. It's the truth. And, uh, you know, and that's like second Thessalonians 310. It's like, if you don't work, you don't eat. Yeah, it's really that simple, and I and I think a lot of time, a lot of the, uh, what's happening in the world today is, you know, America is so good of a place that you could actually be entitled. Yeah, you could take it even deeper. And when Jesus said, when they were like, you know, uh, teacher, you know, aren't you hungry? He said, I got my food. Like, uh, you know, I'm good because yeah. he's he's out there doing the Father's will. Yeah. you know, so he was like he he was being fed on by the Holy Spirit on the work that he was doing for, for God, yeah, the Father, man. you know? Yeah. And that's enough. And now, so I think that's a good place to end off. What is, um, what is enough for you? What you is know? enough? What, it, what it's never enough. You know, I think the one thing that we have to really, um, pay attention to is, is, is God's promise. And one of his most favorite promises. And I think that everybody should, should take notice to, is that um, he's never going to give you, give you up. He's never going to let you down. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna no, he's not. He's never going <laughs> to. You just came into that like, bam. Jesus will never do that. Man. Never going to make you cry. You got to get me prepared for that, man. You were just like, bam. What's he going to do? <laughs> so. I can just, yeah, you know, it's funny. So... I used to make fun of that song like so much, but it's actually a really good song. 
And I just I want a trench coat now. I want to dance in the <laughs> rain. Wrong with you? God is never gonna <laughs> give, give you. you up. No, he's never gonna let you down. That's good, actually. I like that. Yeah, we're gonna do a parody of that. Yeah, it's it's on now. Yeah, that's good yeah. One. So I just Rick rolled our entire audience. God help. Yeah, me. I know. You just blew the speakers off. I just the, blew my eardrums out. Yeah, when I did that. You but didn't even like say, "Hey, you know." I I, I saw you coming to it. I, I was went to go lower the volume, and you're yeah, like, it's like, "Bam, bam!" We're never gonna. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah come in hard, man. It don't that's it. come you hard. Know, it don't come at all. See, so now, what we're doing is we're making you uncomfortable by playing by Rick rolling you volume fifteen, <laughs> unexpected. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we got uh, some other good yeah, topics. We got, that we're, and we're working on a lot of projects right now, which is really good. We got a yeah. lot of music coming out. So Yeah. That we, that and also some things we're going to talk about. We talked about Kingdom Economics. We're going to talk about, we're going to have another show about, we're going to talk about marriage. Uh, we don't have really much experience in that, but we're going to talk about it. Um, the nonprofits are coming your way, too. Nonprofits. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. That's going to be dope. Yeah. No, the the gospel gangsters. Gospel it? gangsters. The gospel gangster album is coming your way too. <laughs> Yo, on two CDs and cassette. Yeah, you're gonna have fun with that. That's gonna be fun. I like that. I I, I wonder if you could actually sell CDs now. No, yeah. Or <laughs> you said cassette. Yeah, cassette. What, my my son's like what eight is that? track. What is that? Yeah. A track. What is that? Oh my goodness! Can you imagine? Yeah, we we were talking wow. the the we were we we were giving them certain questions of like stuff back in the seventies, and they had no idea what this Clueless. stuff was. Yeah, yep. it's so funny. Yep. Yeah. Well, ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? But on that note, on y'all that know what note, time it is. You know what time it is. So, tune in next week. Well, we're going to be talking about Kingdomics 101. Either that or, or, I, or I thought we were talking about music. Oh, we are. Yeah. I can't I th- wait. We, that just jumped in our heads before. We're like, yeah. you know, we we're got changing some, it up. That's we right, got, yes. We're going to talk about it, and you're going to have to face the music. You are going to have to face the music. And some of it is going to be awful. Get ready. <laughs> yeah. Some of it's going to be really good, too. Yeah. So tune in next week. Same time, same place. Your boys at Aletheia Radio on Off the Books are looking forward for you to see our shining, ugly mugs. (laughs) Till next week. Next week. Later. Later.